wherever you are. My name is Dr. Linda Price, and I am the Little Old Lady Professor. I want to talk with you today about a topic that's near and dear to my heart, the whole idea of learning disabilities and how adults live with them every day. You know, that's a topic I've been studying for over 30 years, but now I want to explore it further with you in this series of podcasts. Speaking of that, I've been thinking a lot lately about my story since I've retired, but you know, then I realized that it's really your story that I want to talk about. So, if you're an adolescent or an adult with learning disabilities or dyslexia, maybe you're a teacher, a guidance counselor, a job coach, maybe you're a psychologist, an employer, a voc rehab counselor, maybe you're someone who lives with people with learning disabilities or dyslexia, like a parent, maybe a spouse, maybe a sibling, or maybe you're just friends with someone that has LD or dyslexia. If you're anyone involved with folks with this disability, this podcast is for you. My goal is to give you lots and lots of useful information and tips and tricks that you can use right away. In fact, every time you listen to one of my podcasts, you're going to get at least two to four, wait for it, free ideas, tips, tricks, and activities that you can use right away wherever you are in your own home setting to help you know more about your learning disability or your dyslexia and help you live with it more successfully every day. So let's go ahead and get started. You know, you probably thought when you looked at the graphic for this podcast or maybe when you read the title that you thought, Come on, Miss Linda, what are you talking about? Invisible? What does this whole invisibility thing have to do with me? I'm going to tell you after my many, many years interviewing, researching, and working with adults with learning disabilities and dyslexia, the whole idea of being invisible is a theme that emerges over and over and over again in our conversations. And because of that, I want to explore it more in these podcasts. So let's start by looking at our old friend Webster. Webster's Dictionary defines invisibility in this way. Webster says invisible means something that cannot be seen or someone who is ignored and treated as if he or she is not seen. Now let's think about that for a minute because there's two parts to that definition. First of all, the first part says that someone, something that cannot be seen. And ladies and gentlemen, I don't have to tell you that you live with a disability that the vast majority of people have no idea about. For example, let's say that you had cerebral palsy and you used a walker. Or let's say that you had a severe hearing impairment and maybe you used sign language to communicate or you needed an interpreter. Let's say maybe that you were had a severe visual impairment and you could barely see print or you had very limited functional vision. And so you literally used braille and you needed training with maybe a white cane or with a guide dog. People would look at you and they'd go, oh yeah, that person has a disability because of these outward signs. You, my friend, have a disability that is just as legitimate as being visually impaired or hearing impaired or having a severe motor problem. You have a cognitive learning disability or you have dyslexia, but it's 
you look, as many adults have told me over the years, you look normal. And because you look normal, you, you don't look like you have a disability, you basically are invisible. And when you have issues, when you have problems, people look at you like, well, what's wrong with you? You should be fine because you seem okay, because you seem normal. You and I know that you have what some people call a non-apparent disability. That's the focus of these different episodes. The second part of that definition says someone who is ignored and treated as if he or she is not seen. And I know you've been in this situation before. Let me give you a couple examples. In terms of social settings, do you ever feel left out at social gatherings? Maybe you can't follow the conversation. Maybe you don't get the jokes all the time. Are you ever frustrated at work? Do you have problems writing things down? Do you have problems following directions? Or if somebody gives you a new assignment at work, you need to have it repeated to you a couple times, or you need to go ask a lot of questions later because you just you can't remember exactly what you've heard. Are you are you a student maybe at a college or a university or maybe a votech, and you're just barely making it at school? Maybe you can't read the assignments or the readings. Maybe you have problems taking notes. One of the big things that we do a lot in in um, higher education is there are a lot of group projects. Maybe group projects are just a nightmare for you. When people are getting together in the group and they're trying to figure out what they're going to do and they're trying to talk about the assignment, you don't always follow exactly what they're saying. And if you do understand what they're saying, maybe you try to make suggestions and ideas, but they come out wrong. And so people don't know what you're talking about. Or maybe you're assigned a certain deadline or you're assigned a certain task and you just can't get it in on time. You keep forgetting the deadline. Those are all times when you may feel invisible. What about maybe in your home setting? Maybe you, your spouse or your kids or your significant other or your roommate, maybe they just don't seem to listen to you. You talk and you talk or you try to explain yourself and they don't listen or they don't really get what you're talking about because you're really having problems communicating your ideas clearly. Maybe in the larger environment of the community, Maybe you were one of those kids, you are one of those kids that maybe was uncoordinated or clumsy. You were the kid in in elementary school where you were the last one picked for kickball because you were the one that always got hit by the kickball or you were the one that couldn't kick the ball in the first place. Maybe now that you're all grown up, you want to play bridge and Everybody's taking bridge lessons, and you want to take bridge lessons with your friends. But you are having a devil of a time in those lessons because you can't remember all the sequencing, or you can't remember all the rules. Maybe you and your significant other, or maybe a a bunch of your friends, are going to take dance lessons. And you have a really hard time with that because you can't follow the steps. Maybe you can't always do exactly what everybody else is doing in time. And that's another time where you may feel invisible. All of these are examples of learning disabilities or dyslexia. And all of these are examples of problems that you're going to find in your life every day that make you feel invisible. So what are we going to do about that? Let's start with tip number one. Tip number one is very simple. Explore your invisibility. 
first thing I want you to do, this is going to be a three-day activity, and the first thing that I want you to do, and it's very simple, is I want you to think about those questions that I just gave you, and maybe think about some other places where you feel invisible in your everyday life. And now all you're going to have to do is just write two or three phrases. That's it. You, if you're old school like me, you can get out a pencil and a piece of paper, maybe a little notebook. Maybe um, you want to write these phrases on your phone. Maybe you want to write them on your iPad. But just pick out two or three places where you feel invisible in your everyday life. I've given you some examples in those earlier questions, and here's a couple more to get you thinking. Maybe in your work setting, you know, you've been assigned um, to work with a new set of software. And you and a bunch of other people that you're working with, you go to the training, and everybody gets it. Everybody's up and running on this software, and you still can't figure it out. You're still running into problems. Maybe when you go pull down the help menu on the computer and, you, and you're having trouble reading that, you still don't understand what you're doing. But this software is really important for your job. But you feel invisible because everybody else is using it, and you can't. Maybe in a school setting, maybe you feel really, really overwhelmed because you have to take a lot of written tests. And not only are you not able to read all the material quickly, because it takes you two times as long to read everything and understand what's being said in the class, especially if there's a lot of new vocabulary, but also when you come to these essay tests and you come to tests or you come to exams where you have to do a lot of writing, you just fall apart. You can't do that. So while everybody else is scribbling away on the test or the midterm, you're having trouble. And again, you feel invisible. Maybe in terms of, you, of your community setting, maybe you have always wanted to take tennis lessons. And you and your spouse go out and you buy yourself a brand new tennis racket and you join the, the club and you're so excited and you go, right away and you can't do it your spouse is just doing great he's lobbing those balls back and forth he's working with the instructor and you're really having problems that would be maybe in a home or in a community setting again just write down a couple quick phrases day two you're going to check those phrases all you need to do it'll take less than five minutes look at the two or three things that you wrote down you can add to that list you could cross something off, whatever you need. And then day three, I want you to be a CSI or I want you to be like a detective. And I want you to think about those two or three places that you wrote down. And I want you to watch yourself. Just kind of stand back and look at yourself in that environment. If you're at work, maybe you're on a Zoom meeting, maybe it's your day to go into the office, just kind of watch yourself and see if it's still true that there are times that you feel invisible at work because of your learning disability or your dyslexia. And again, all you need to do is just watch yourself at this point. Now, I'm going to add in another feature of these particular um, 
episodes. And I'm going to put a break in periodically so that you can, those of you that have maybe attention deficit disorder, hyperactivity disorder, maybe some of you have auditory memory problems, auditory discrimination problems, you can take a minute. You can literally stop the podcast and, or you can just kind of listen to the music and kind of let your brain clear here for a minute and then you can pick up and we'll talk about the next tip but again every time there's going to be a little break just like right now between each tip to give you a chance to catch your breath okay now let's pick up Tip number two. Tip number two is come out of the shadows. And no, this is not a vampire movie, so you don't have to worry that I'm going to ask you to go watch Dracula or to suddenly get into vampires. No, I'm telling you some bad jokes. You're going to hear those throughout the podcast. This is literally stop being invisible whenever you're comfortable doing that and step out of the shadows. What I'm going to ask you to do, again, incredibly simple, uses common household objects, all this stuff is free, is I'm going to ask you to find an object that says something about you. So let's say, for example, um, that maybe you you have a bunch of friends that you run around with all the time, and these have been your buddies for a long time, and you have a selfie of them. That would be an object. You could show that selfie. Maybe you have a beautiful locket that your grandmother gave you and she was very special to you and this is a piece of jewelry that you treasure. Might be the locket. Maybe you're one of those people that loves cars and you either work on cars or you go to car shows or you have car magazines and you just bought a brand new car and you've got your car keys. You may want to show that. Maybe you're somebody that loves to cook. And you are a wonderful cook. And you're constantly cooking for family and for friends and for yourself. Maybe you have a recipe that you really like that you can find quick online that you can show somebody. It shows how much you enjoy cooking. Maybe you're involved in a particular sport. And you you played that sport for years. Maybe you're on a soccer team. Maybe you coach soccer. And that's something that's really important for you. Maybe you have a picture of your soccer team. Maybe you have a medal that you've won. Maybe you've got a, a jersey that you wear that that's from your soccer team. That's an object that you can show. Or maybe you're like some of the people down here in Louisiana and you love your football team or you love your baseball team. Every place you go in Louisiana, you see Saints materials. And maybe you have a Saints baseball or football cap that you wear. Um, maybe you're in Boston and you like the Red Sox. Maybe you're in Philly and you know you, you love basketball and you love the Sixers. Again, something that says something about you. Maybe you have a um, a vacation that you went on that was wonderful, that you have pictures of or maybe a keychain from. And, and again, because that means something that says something about you. Any object that says something that you want other people to know about you as a person. Let me give you one more example so we can get to know each other better. When I retired, um, 
My husband and I retired uh, from Philadelphia and moved down here to South Louisiana. I fell in love with Mardi Gras. I am your Mardi Gras girl. I love everything about it. I love all the cheap beads. I belong to a women's crew. I meet with my girls all the time. Um, and, you know, we drink and giggle and have a good time. We have a huge ball with over a thousand people every year. Um, I help to make Mardi Gras costumes. I help to make Mardi Gras masks. I ride the float. I love Misa Mardi Gras. And the object that I always use for this activity is a little piece of jewelry. It's a Mardi Gras mask, and it's in the Mardi Gras colors of um, gold, green, and purple. And I usually like wear it on a sweater or on a lapel. And that says something about me. It says that my hobby is I make Mardi Gras masks that I share with people and I donate, um, that I, um, I'm, I'm a fun person, I have a sense of humor, that I like to socialize with other people, um, and, you know, party a little bit too, let's say that, that I'm a very creative person. These are all things that I want people to know about me. And it's my Mardi Gras mask. So I would suggest you find an object and do the same thing with somebody else. And by the way, although you don't have to with all of the tips and tricks, a lot of the activities that I'm going to be sharing with you can use a partner. So if you have maybe um, a, a sibling or a friend, maybe a, uh, you know, maybe a, your spouse, your significant other, maybe somebody you hang out with at work, maybe a fellow student, um, ask that person if you're comfortable with this. If they would be okay, if, if, you know, if you did just a quick activity with them, explain that, you know, that you are listening to some podcasts that tell you more about your learning disabilities and help you explore those. And you just really kind of want to play with that a little bit and want to talk with somebody else about it. And that's why you need them as a partner. If they say yes, then what you would do at this point is that you would basically take that object, you would show it to them, tell them a little bit what you want to tell them, and then you would ask them to find an object about themselves, and you would do the same thing. You would have them tell you about that object and what it says about them. And by the way, this looks like it probably will only take five minutes, and sometimes it does. But in my experience, doing this activity becomes so much fun that a lot of times people end up talking and talking or sharing a lot of information. So give it as much time as it needs. By the way, any of you that may have problems finding someone that you would want to partner with occasionally, if you send me your email address and or maybe some contact information, I can try to hook you up online with somebody else that's also listening to the podcast. So, you know, don't worry, we can try to find you somebody and you can send that information if you're looking for a partner to help you, you can send that information to me at my blog and I'll talk about that in a little bit. So at this point, I'm going to stop and I'm going to give you a chance to find your object. Tip number three is look for the patterns. And you are going to be hearing me say that a lot over this series of podcasts because part of this exploration out of the shadows is looking for the individual patterns and the uniqueness in your own life. 
A fun way to do this is to develop your own personal timeline. Now again, you can use pencil and paper, you can do this on your phone, you can do this on your iPad, whatever is comfortable for you. But I want you to take, um, I'm going to say a pencil and a piece of paper, and I want you to draw a straight line horizontally across the middle of the paper. And you'll start on the left side, you'll draw a straight line horizontally, and then you'll end on the right side. Now on the far left side, I want you to put a small, um, just a small line and label that birth. And then go the, all the way to the right side of the page, do another small line, and put death. And this is going to be your personal timeline. Now this is just for you. So you can, you don't have to worry about spelling, you don't have to worry about specific dates or times or whatever. This is just to kind of jog your own memory. And I want you to imagine that you're sitting way up on a mountain or way far away and you're looking down at your life as a whole. What are the milestones that are, have been important to you over your life so far? For example, you may want to put when you graduated from high school or maybe when you dropped out of high school, maybe when you got your first job, maybe when you took an absolutely amazing trip that you remember all of your life, maybe when you got married or you met your significant other, maybe when you had your first relationship, or maybe when you had you got a divorce. Maybe when you had your first child or you have multiple children when your kids were born. Um, maybe you've had like a severe illness in your family. Maybe someone in your family has passed away and that's been very difficult for you. Um, maybe when you bought your first house or you finally got your independence and you moved into your own place. All of these are milestones. All of these are things that both positive and negative that you want to list on your personal timeline. After you've done that, then take a highlighter and you don't have to do anything else right now. Just go back and just highlight the places where during your life you have felt invisible because of your because of your invisible disability. So maybe for example, you dropped out of high school because you just couldn't do the reading. You couldn't follow what people were doing. They were asking you to get tutoring and support and you just didn't want to do that. And so high school didn't make any sense to you. So you just dropped out. Or maybe you were, um, you know, you were trying to get, as I said before, your driver's license and you were not able to pass your driver's test because you couldn't do left-right orientation or because you couldn't read the instructions or the, the manual so you could pass the written test and you didn't want to have anybody read it to you. Just think about different times in your life when you felt invisible and just highlight those briefly. Again, I'm going to give you a minute to do that. Okay, guess what guys? This is almost to the end of the first podcast. And in conclusion, I want to talk with you briefly about what we're going to be doing in the series. I have lots and lots of really cool ideas and tricks and tips to talk with you about, but some of them are going to be about topics that maybe you've never thought about or maybe you've never read about before. For example, we're going to talk about how can accommodations change my life? Do I need a mentor or a spirit guide? 
how can I find my best match? How do I deal with feedback? Here's a biggie. Do I listen? What am I doing already that works? How do I keep it simple? Why should I go the extra mile? How do I choose my battles? And here's one of my favorites. How can I reframe my defeats into life lessons? So we have lots and lots of good things to think about and talk about in the next 20 episodes of this particular series. The other thing I'm going to ask you in closing is whether you're new to podcasts like me or maybe you're an old timer, one of the things that's important for podcasting is people need to subscribe. And so if any of this is of interest to you at all, please subscribe to my podcast because I love being able to talk with you and share ideas. Also, each of the episodes is going to have a blog attached, and the blog will be full of all the stuff that I couldn't talk about in the podcast, like relevant research, different studies, maybe different um, website places or other ideas or materials you may not have thought about. Also, I really want you to communicate with me. I want this to be a two-way street. I don't want to just be sitting in South Louisiana talking to hear my head rattle. So, Please write me on my blog, communicate with me, let me know what works, what doesn't work, let me know if it applies to your life or not, let me know if there's things in the future that we need to talk about. So the blog is also going to be a free part of each each episode, and also, you know, this sounds hokey, God, tell your friends, okay? We know there are lots and lots and lots of people learning disabilities and dyslexia throughout the United States and around the world. Tell other folks. Have them listen to me. I'd really love to get their information as well. So, again, I'm going to tell you what I tell you at the end of every podcast. I want you to step out of the shadows. I want you to enjoy your life. I want you to live your life with your invisible disability. And I want you to be the best that you can be. So, at this point, let's step out of those shadows And this will end the first podcast by the Little Old Lady Professor. (music)